Mountain Wave is brought to you by Andrews Technology Group. Make sure you hit them up at A-N-D-R-E-W-S Technology Group dot com. DJs, promoters, small business owners, get your technology and website needs met. And for a limited time, anyone listening to Rant and Rave gets 15% off custom website projects if you mention this podcast when contacting Andrews Technology Group. Hey, Soka lovers, it's Soka Say So. And this chick. And we're back. <laughs> another episode of Rant and Rave. And this one may be a bit controversial. Definitely going to touch some sore spots, but we are talking about modern Caribbean parenting. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, we had to bring in the doyen of Caribbean parenting, Known on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all social media as Soka Mom. Welcome, Eva. Hello. I'm happy to be here. Great to have you and great to have you weighing in on this topic. This chick, I think you should start it off because you have have expressed a passion about this topic. (laughs) What have you been seeing out there in social land? Oh, my goodness. If you haven't been paying attention or if you haven't seen any of these links, there are so many parents who are posting videos of themselves, quote unquote, disciplining, but really beating their children online, on social media. And we're seeing people weigh in. Caribbean people are saying, you know what, I got beat and I'm fine. And so they're sort of endorsing this corporal punishment mindset because that's how they grew up. And so they're seeing this as that's how you discipline children. But this is different day and age. I think we need some new tactics. I fully agree. <laughs> I absolutely, absolutely agree. I went to schools where I was the only, not only the child, the only child from the West Indies, but the only child who was black. Right. So mm-hmm. you've got the, you know, the stereotype. You've got the white kids running wild and the parents don't do anything like that kind of thing. It's been, that stereotype has been happening for the last, how old am I? Forever, right? <laughs> You're not that old, girl. <laughs> and, but the funny thing was, some of my friends that weren't running wild, I think at one point, maybe third or fourth grade, I had a conversation with one of them about spankings. And they looked at me like I had lost my mind. Like, what do you mean your parents, like, why, why would they do that? And so at that early, it made me think, you know, why do they do that? Like, mm-hmm. it, wasn't, it was, I hadn't considered that there was another way to be disciplined, right? It was either don't do anything and let your children run over you and be ridiculous, or you get spankings. And I thought that that happened to everybody. So I said, you know what, maybe this is white people business and they are the only ones to do this, Right. So then I start to get more black friends and I find out there are black people that don't hit their kids either. And I'm like, wait, what? But you're perfectly normal. You're not insane. Because I was brought up to believe that if you didn't beat your kids, they would go crazy. Mm-hmm. So it was before I became a parent that I at least understood that there was an option. 
and that if you didn't get spankings, it didn't automatically mean that something would be wrong with you later in life, that you would become promiscuous, that you would become lazy or any of those things. Like I, I had at least several examples in various races that it didn't have to be that way. So, mm-hmm. so do you think this is mainly a Caribbean thing or mainly, you know, oh, no. we, have, we have different generations, of course different people coming from different places. I know I've seen people saying, well, Americans don't beat their children. And look at them. They're shooting up the schools. Well, like, is that you know extreme? What? Like, either you beat your child or they're going to shoot up at school. And that, that's how I thought even 30, 40 years ago. That's what I believed <laughs> because that was you were taught. If you spare the rod, you spoil the child. You have mm-hmm. to do take some sort of action. And you're not, I don't, Personally, I don't believe that you're teaching them anything. I I remember with my, um, when they were very small, my thought was if I, so when I say, hold my hand, don't run into the street. Mm -hmm. And of course, what are they going to do? They start pulling. They're like, why can't I, that kind of thing. And so I'm figuring if a car hits them, it will hurt a lot worse than if I tap those legs, right? Mm -hmm. But they are not big enough to think that way. They're not Mm -hmm. sitting there thinking, oh, if a car hits me, I could die. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I didn't do what she said. She hit me so that I would stop. And as they get older, they start to think, well, if I just hit someone, Maybe they'll do what I want them to do because that's what happens at home. If my mom hits me or my dad hits me, I know that I better do what they tell me to do. So think about when they become adults and they, you say, oh, well, I'm fine. You think you're fine, but then somebody's stabbing somebody over some Popeye's chicken and you think you were fine Mm. this whole time, (laughs) but then when something's not what you want them to do, you have this kind of underlying aggression or you find out that you're really not fine. You have no idea how not fine you are. So, you know, I know that my parents, that's what they were taught that growing up in Trinidad and Tobago, that's what you did. You, that's how you disciplined your kids. That was, there was no other, there was no timeout. There was no, you know, and then yes, the whole public shaming. Absolutely. You knew not to act up in public because you could get drug if you, I mean, it could get get really, it's almost worse to do something in public than to do something at home. If you embarrass them in public, they figure, oh, I can, I can do better than that. I got you. Oh, so this is what we're doing. Or if you embarrass them at school and someone comes and tells them, you know, you're going to catch it way worse. Just listening to your story, I know some people who will use corporal punishment as uh, a trip down memory lane. I remember (laughs) when I used to get backhanded in the back of the car, oh, that slap that came out of nowhere, oh, you knew when your mother gave you that look when you were somewhere, you were going to get it when you get back home. And it's kind of a romantic notion that, you know, I am... I wasn't born in the Caribbean, but I have this piece that I can bring forward to the next generation. And 
it worked for me and I'm not, it's not so bad. So I'm going to give this part of my culture to my children um, without thinking, is this really a good part of your culture? I mean, it's just like, do you really need macaroni pie and rice and provisions <laughs> in one plate? I mean, just because that's what you did when you were a kid does not mean that you need all of that starch in your plate. But <laughs> I think there's a portion of people who really feel like if my kids don't have this memory, what, how, how, did, how are they really going to connect with the culture? And, and I, as, scary, as scary as that is, I think that's a reality for some people. And I agree with that because so many um, people who bring their kids over here or who come here and have their children here, they get shamed on a regular basis. They're like, oh, you have Yankee children. Oh, you have American children. They must be bad. They must not be disciplined. They must not be this. They must not be that. And I feel like some of the parents feel like they have to show, especially the ones in America, in Canada, in uh, England, they feel like they have to show that they are not, ha they don't have watered down have um, undisciplined children. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it if they're even thinking about it so so globally, so culturally. Now I'm the anomaly, right? I was not hit as a kid. I was the third child. I'm sure my parents were just tired by the time they got to me, so I did not get hit. And I was a little smart aleck. I had a smart mouth, but. My mother could give as good as I could. And often it would just take that death stare to put me in my place. The, the idea that I've done something wrong was enough for me to correct my behavior. Like, mm. She did not have to put her hands on me. And she was a pro at psychological torture. The wait till I get home. <laughs> Those minutes felt like hours, felt like days. By the time she came home, I had made her dinner, made her tea, had her slippers. <laughs> trying to put her in a good mood so that I don't get into trouble. But I think a lot of times parents rule from aggression or rule from intimidation. And there's this, you're not necessarily trying to empower your children. You're trying to just beat them into submission. Do what I yeah. tell you to do. Exactly. exactly. I don't know that that's a good tactic these days. Children get information a lot quicker. They're processing things a lot faster. So I think it's okay to have conversations with children about what they need to do and what they don't need to do. And then also the why, right? Like Soka Mom is saying, you know, if the kids run out into the street, they could get hurt, but they don't know that. But if you tell them, I'm trying to make sure that you don't get hurt, it's possible they will still do what you ask them to do because now they understand it. As you're talking, I'm seeing some patterns in my own um, parenting uh, tools, and it's, it's scary. Um, I think some of this comes out of fear. Uh, like, you're afraid that your child is going to get hit by a car if you don't tell them before it happens. Um, and some of it um, comes out of pride. You want the world to know that you did a good job parenting and you you know your child has good brought up seat yeah and so if I have any inkling that somebody else is going to see that you're not doing the right thing I'm going to snatch yep. you back into submission and yep. 
a lot of people can attest to if their parents came from the Caribbean, can attest to Caribbean parents don't say they're wrong. They don't explain themselves. They don't no. give a full vision of what's happening. And so in the modern day, when you know how you felt when your parents just tell you, um, why? Because I say so. And that's it. You yep. know how you, that's that frustration you felt as a child. Why would you bring that into modern day parenting? Um, and I think people should think about why they're reacting the way they're reacting. And not just the, the frustration that I felt as a kid, but kind of um, powerlessness. And then eventually you just get kind of um, like you stop asking why mm-hmm. and you stop, you stop wondering. And I think that is something that I never wanted my kids to stop doing. I didn't want them to do things without questioning, not like not questioning themselves or not questioning other people that do things to them, right? So I want them to be able to ask. I want them to say, why do I need to do this? I don't ever want them to stop asking why. I don't want them to be, you know, end up adults in jobs that they don't like Mm -hmm. or, you know, doing things and they don't understand why they're doing them. They are not even asking themselves why, because they're like, you know what, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to have this job. I'm supposed to, this is my boss. And if my boss tells me to do it, then I just do it. Not ask Mm -hmm. myself, why am I doing this? Or why am I doing it this way? Not to be insubordinate, but to be inquisitive and to, you know, Mm -hmm. provide own mental stability and your own wondering. You know what I'm saying? I want my kids to wonder why. Yeah. I think when parents say, you know, um, I turned out fine. I don't think they understand that, okay, you didn't shoot up a school, but do you feel that kind of empowered, you know, individual thinking? Did you fall into crowds? Did you always want to be accepted? Did you just kind of do what you were told? Even as adults, I mean, I see it in corporate that people don't ask for what they want from a job or a role because they think, well, you know, I'll just do what I'm supposed to do and then they'll they'll give me what I deserve. And they're not really feeling empowered to just go to the boss and say, you know what, I deserve this. I deserve mm-hmm. a raise. I deserve a promotion. I want. I have a career goal. I want to do certain things. I'm going to take initiative. I'm going to be assertive. I think those are the things that were kind of beaten out of your children, right? You're not supposed to be assertive. You're supposed to speak when you're spoken to, answer when you're called, and that is it. And the other thing when you were saying that people like to say it happened to me and I'm okay, the fact that we actually are still talking about it, some of us 30, 40, (laughs) and then we are looking for other people that it happened to so that we don't feel like we were on an island somewhere, literally and figuratively, Mm -hmm. you're not okay. You are not okay. You are literally seeking counseling through hashtags of, um, I, I have a Caribbean mom. Like, did you get beat so you couldn't think straight? You know, you are looking for Twitter therapy to make sure that you are okay and trying to find people to commiserate with. You're not okay. That's not normal. That's not okay. Yep. Oh my goodness. So true. Heart realization. Yeah. But you know what? I think, I think we need to give people some new tactics. I think we need to, you know, 
Toka mom, you do this, right? You, you hey, Toka mom, right? <laughs> Give them one or two gems of some other things that they can possibly do to get the same results that don't involve necessarily hitting the child. One of the things that I did, because I, I tried to let my kids know that when you don't do the right thing, not necessarily what I say, but when you don't do the right thing, you, things aren't going to go your way, right? And that's something that tends, it it can stretch until they become adults, right? So if you don't do your job properly, you're going to get fired. You know, if you don't uh, balance your checkbook properly, you could get embarrassed at the checkout line in, uh, at, at the grocery store. Like if you don't do things properly, there are repercussions. So one of the things I did, I did homeschool. So I got to know my kids very well and what they loved and when we're adults, we love our paycheck to come in on time, right? We love that. There are mm-hmm. other things that we love. We might love our car, but if you drive too fast, you might lose your license, that type of thing. So my middle son, you all probably know this, he is obsessed with cars. Since he was three, he has been obsessed with cars. So he would go to the car show every year and he would collect these brochures from the car show. And he had an entire trunk full of them. And I don't remember what he did, but he is not a child that responds to timeout. It's like that. I'm fine. I I can sit here forever. That means I don't have to do whatever it was you wanted me to do anyway. (laughs) And one day I said, I handed him a trash bag and I said, put all of those brochures in this bag. When I tell you, I have never, there is no way I could have beaten that type of uh, response or that type of understanding into him. There was no way because at that point he understood if I don't do the right thing, I will lose something that I love. Hmm. And that is something that he could take with him beyond like a beat. A beating is just in that moment and then it's done. You're, you can, you're, you nurse your wounds, but you still haven't changed the way that you think. So one of the things that I would do is if I know what they love, I would just kind of remove that and definitely give them a time period when they could get it back because it's not a punishment to say you don't deserve to have this ever. It's after this particular incident, you don't have this for a particular amount of time. And my husband, because, you know, he grew up same as he's American, but grew up same. And uh, I remember coming into my bedroom one day and tripping over like 20 Barbies because it just flung them into the room. <laughs> it was like, I'm just going to go with what we do. She loves these Barbies. I'm taking away the Barbies <laughs> until she can get her mind together. And it really worked. Like, I can't, they talk to me, they discuss things with me, and I don't feel like they're afraid of me in that sense. Like, I am going to turn on them, I am going to beat them, I am going to attack them, I'm going to hurt them physically. They don't have that kind of fear of me. I would much rather them respect me and to be obedient because they trust me rather than they're being obedient because they are scared that I'm going to hurt them. Hmm. That is a major point. 
building that trust with your children. Oh my goodness. Hopefully our listeners <laughs> have heard this and they can do that and maybe take a time out, pause before you react with your children and make sure that you are also building relationships with them and not just beating them to do what you tell them to do or to not embarrass you in public. We are so grateful that you joined us, Sokomom. This was fantastic. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have to have a part two. We'll see how uh, <laughs> we'll see how the Rant and Rave listeners respond. But make sure you follow Sokomom. Tell them how they can find you. You can find me on Twitter um, at Sokomom DC. You can find me on Instagram at Sokomom. There's lots of advice on on parenting and uh, stuff like that on my website, Sokomom.com. And um, that's pretty much where you'll find me most of the time. I am on Facebook. We do have a Facebook group about just really Caribbean shenanigans. It's not even just, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just stuff, but I'm Sokomom everywhere pretty much. Mm, that was heavy. That was, that was a lot. That is a lot. Oh my goodness. We are telling people, you know, to kind of think about how they're raising their children. That's as personal as you can get. I look forward to the comments and the feedback, but that was so heavy. <laughs> well, now let's shake it off, wind it up, free up with cells and rave. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> this week, I want to rave to Aaron Duncan. He's got a new song and the song is called Caught Up. And just a little bit about Aaron Duncan. I chose Aaron Duncan because he is a child star. And I tell you, a star. He has won Calypso Monarch in Trinidad for several years. He has come out with some amazing soca tunes. And he bridges the gap between Calypso and soca between old and new. And I am positive his parents are doing something right. <laughs> Let's hear the song caught up by Aaron Duncan. I come to release you. And again, I come with the brains and the knowledge from my people long ago. So, every day we acknowledge, but what about Calypso? Tell them this is madness. madness. I say this is madness. madness. Right now, this is gladness. Hear me when I say this. It's like a brainwash. What you doing? I want better for you. It's like we don't care about where we come from. No, it's time to remind you. Tell them this is madness. madness. I say this is madness. madness. Right now, this is gladness. Hands up in we sing it out, I Don't want you get caught up, caught up. People don't get caught up, caught up. I say, I Yeah, I come for the people. I am the people. So long, they mislead you. I come to release you. And I go find a way. This is it. Right now this is gladness Hands up in the air 
Guys, I am so curious to hear what you guys have to say on on what we've spoken about today. It's a lot. It's heavy. Um, what 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 are you doing? What is your new modern Caribbean parenting style? What have you changed from the past? What what have you learned from other cultures? What are you guys up to these days in your parenting? Mm-hmm. Drop a comment, but also make sure that you follow us. Follow Soka Say So on all social media or go to SokaSaySo.com. Make sure you follow Dish Chick on all social media or go to D-Y-S-C-H-I-C-K.com and tell us what you think. Oh, my goodness. Once again, this Rant and Rave podcast is powered by Andrews Technology Group. And we are so excited that you guys could join us. Catch us at the next one. Okay, bye.